1: We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right, sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP 01005. Well, the All Blacks 2022 season begins in earnest tomorrow with the first of three tests against uh, the Irish. But it's been a very disrupted build-up for New Zealand. Very unusual indeed with a number of COVID cases, including uh, three coaches, uh, a number of players, key players too, David Harvey, Jack Goodhue and Will Jordan all ruled out. Uh, so with all those uh, players and all that stuff uh, forced into isolation, there's been somewhat of a reshuffle uh, now starting 15 that looks a bit different, I guess, than some would have picked originally. Uh, so Jeff Wilson, uh, of course, former All Black uh, winger and Sky Sport uh, commentator as well, uh, has joined us this morning just to, uh, uh, I guess, have a little bit of a preview of what he expects uh, might happen tomorrow night at Eden Park uh, around about 7.05. Jeff, good morning to you. Thanks for taking the time.
0: It was, a, um, it was certainly interesting late uh, yesterday morning when the first All Black team came out, but then when you you sort of assess what's happened right over the last seven days and who wasn't available or who's still carrying niggles. You get the sense they're almost forced into this combination, right?
1: Well, you do. Um, were they forced to, were they forced into Scott Barrett at six?
0: Well, I think in, in terms of going into a test match where you're not on the ground coaching, you're looking for experience. You're looking for guys who are going to handle the situation because reality is, John is not going to be there. Greg Fick is not going to be there. Ian Foster hasn't been there all week. And they're going to rely on a lot of experience from the playing group to have prepared mm-hmm. and, and understand the gravity of, of the challenge, right? And so putting, a, for example, a Tupo baii on the side of the scrum could have been a risk. Putting Peter Gus Wakula on the side of the scrum could have been a risk. Playing Dalton Papele'i there, we've, we haven't gone down that combination of two sevens on the blind side, so could have been a risk. So... This is the low-risk option. Akira Iwani is clearly not fit enough to play right now with a, a lingering foot issue. So I just look at it and go, maybe for this first test, I've had to actually go back mm-hmm. to, This not necessarily a combination they were considering their number one, but someone who's done the job before, and we shouldn't underestimate. Scott Barrett's a heck of a rugby player. Is this his probably best position for the All Blacks going forward? I'm not sure and convinced about that. But They're backing him to do a job for them, I think, this weekend. I don't know if this was the original plan. I just think in some ways they've looked at it and gone, you know what, we're going to play it a little bit safer uh, in this first test match at Eden Park, and we're going to go out and we're going to be as physical as we possibly can. And I I would say this as well. I think the performance of Sam Whitelock in the final of Super Rugby Pacific forced their hand in terms of, you know what, maybe we need to see if he's still got it for the next 18
1: months, and this is where it starts with Sam Whitelock, because he was very, very good in that game. Certainly was, uh, no doubt about it, uh, as uh, were his teammates as well, Jeff, but, and, and that includes um, the, the likes of uh, David Harvelli and um, uh, Jack Goodhue, of course, but they're out, they're gone. So what about the centres pairing of uh, Quinn and Rico Ioani?
0: Well, uh, look. The only other option that was left and fit and available in the squad was Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, and once again, that was going to be a, a high-risk proposition. Quintu Supaya was one of the big movers last year. I think everyone can accept that. looked pretty good at the back end of um, Super Rugby as well, so in pretty good form. But I, once again, the only other option really was moving Geordie Barrett forward, and, and they've already said and shown that they're not they've got no appetite to do that. With Will Jordan not being available, the next best fullback, I think there was a. I think these were, in the end, just common-sense decisions. The, the one that is maybe a little bit surprising is that Braden Enor has, has come from not being in the squad to being that cover um, in the outsides. And I, I just think with the guys that have got on the field, Rico Iwani, who's got the, um, the first facility, Lester Fung and Nuku, we know he can play centre. You know, um, it gives me concerns there that all of a sudden Roger tua is now one step further away from getting... An opportunity. It's like he's either going to start or he's not going to be in the 23. And that's, that's something that's a little bit unusual. That, that was the one surprise for me. Um, Braden Nuno was, was one of the guys, though, maybe a little bit unlucky. So the midfield, the question mark of, of you know, these guys have played together. Um, you know, Rico Ioani, uh, this is a position for him where he has to go out and own the 13 jersey because we're searching for someone to do that. And now this is his, his, his big chance
1: i I think that the the fact that Eno is there too reinforces your point about um uh, just going a little bit safety first in terms of the devil you'll know, and of course Roger Tuovasa-Shek at, at this stage is the devil they don't. So uh, I think that, that probably re that point that you made before about uh, Scott Barrett at six as well. But uh, it was a dollar one in shortening that Leicester Nuku would uh, get into the All Blacks at some point. Uh, he's in straight away for a, a debut. Uh, looking forward to his debut because he has been exciting.
0: Oh, massively. I mean, this is the one guy I was really hoping was going to get to play regardless who was fit and available because he his offering he, he offers something different that we haven't had for a while. Now, now, Caleb Clark clearly is the other option on the wing, but he's not. He played no rugby as well. I mean, it's, it's, coming into the Test match, I think there was a lot of guys that almost not ruled themselves out, but were going to be risky propositions, and Caleb Clark is one of those. Nobody of work to, to, to go back on Um, picked up a hamstring injury, you know, you want to have confidence in the guys who are going out there and have been playing, and Leicester's been doing that, and this is not just this season, it's for the last two seasons he's shown real, real significant improvement, so I'm excited to see him play, the one thing I'm excited about, well, I'm interested in Smithy, is more importantly about the mindset and the way that we're going to play with this group of players, because this is, you know, if you're looking about, looking at this group, it's it seems as though it's been picked for physicality. We're certainly going to have direct um, uh, uh, directness in terms of the way that we play. Kunzapai is going to carry strongly. I hope this anuku has got a little bit of a license, a license he's been given at the Crusaders to go and look for the ball. I hope we use him through the middle of the park because that's where I see him as being just as dangerous as he is out on the edges. Mm-hmm. And so when you pick Scott Barrett at six, you're expecting him to carry and to hit people and to strike and... and and to be really, really physical. Um, look, once again, Nepo Lalala wasn't available. And he's, players have been coming for cover for him through the fact he's got a bit of a neck problem. So, you know, I, I think there are positions we just... We didn't really have too many options, you know, um, in terms of what mm. they appear to be looking for. And, and, and this, is a, this is a physical, physical group. I'm, I'm interested to know whether or not it can dominate because it's been selected like we're going to play direct we're going to play tough and we're going to try and um, um, out-muscle the Irish, which I think is going to be a really, really tough
1: ask. You mentioned before, Jeff, uh, about the fact that, uh, you know, the senior players, the stand-up players uh, would have to take an integral role in the preparation this week as well. But uh, Ian Foster, of course, and John Plumtree, not there. Greg Feek, late in the week, not there. So uh, the reintroduction of, um, you know, a, a great... Great, great scrum, uh, scrum coach um, and, and Mike Cron, of course. And Joe Smith coming into the group as well. What, are, what have you made of that?
0: Well, I mean, I think it was by, by necessity. Look, Crono's been coaching um, for a long, long time. He's been working in a, as a consultancy role and, and and mentoring coaches for New Zealand rugby over the last couple of years. I mean, that's that's what he's been doing anyway. So, look, he'll be well and truly aware of what um, Greg Peake will be delivering. But once again, I mean, when you've got players... Like Cody Taylor off the tour, Ngapasi, Brodie Rotelik, Sam Whitelock, and you're talking fundamentally about a scrum. I mean, the, the mechanics and what they do, it's a it's a habitual um, a habitual thing. So I mean, Crono will just be making sure that they're they're doing their right preparations. But in the end, I mean, Carl Tuiluku, Angus Taabal, these are guys who have been here and, and, and done that before. Samisoni was, Pakiaho was was outstanding last year. So for me, I, I did not read too much. And the Joe Smith thing is is. I think it's unfortunate for Joe that he's had to come in and do this. Because preference he, he, he wanted to distance himself from this Irish series because of his connection to it and I can understand that. Um, but I think New Zealand rugby and the and the all black coaches are great for he'll be coming in and once again though, he'll just be playing a role where he'll be observing and, and making sure that they are doing the the things that they should be doing on, on any given test preparation mm-hmm. week. But this is almost new territory for him as well. He, he hasn't been inside the all-black environment very long at all, and, and, and he won't, and themselves won't know the systems, right? So, you know, I think his is just a, as an as a observational, you know, um, uh, almost a voice for the leadership group to go and talk to if they need someone. But um, this, this performance to me, this ownership of this performance will come very much down to the group of players.
1: OK, let's uh, look at the pivots then uh, and the matchup that we've got. Um, players that we know very well. Uh, Smith and Barrett, Jamison Gibson-Park, of course, uh, that we know who we know so well, and Johnny Sexton. This, this is a quite uh, an interesting thing. Do you, do you think the All Blacks are, are going to prepare for uh, Sexton bombing or not?
0: Uh, look, I think there's an element of that. But in saying that, what they did do very well in November last year was they, they played some outstanding attacking rugby and put us under pressure by holding on to the ball. And forcing us to give away penalties either at the breakdown or, or um, on, around the fringes or, or off, being offside. So, I mean, their skill set is the thing that has been impressive—the way that they've changed their game and their ability to do that. Now, I, th- I saw on Wednesday against the Māori All Blacks from a young Irish side, the same determination to try and play and, and, and create um, opportunities to attack. So, I mean, it's dangerous territory if you kick the ball to the All Blacks. But in saying that, their defence is world class and. I had a long conversation yesterday, Smithy, that this Irish team is not full of superstar players, but what they are is incredibly well-disciplined and, and, and organised. They've got a great defensive system if they're disciplined, and on attack, they are very, very accurate and patient, uh, and very, very good at the breakdown, really good at the breakdown. So I think this could become a bit of a battle of the worlds, and, and Sexton is a very, very good tactical kicker, not a... Um, needless kicker of the, of the rugby ball. I think he recognises when it's time to kick and they get the balance right. So very much the same for the All Blacks. We, we balance out our attack and our kicking game and rely on our ability to build pressure. This is a game, I think a lot of this game might be played between the 22s and the team that is most disciplined um, and the team that's accurate, like you would in any test matches, will we'll come out on top.
1: Jeff, of the three test matches coming up, is this, do you figure this is um, the Irish best chance tomorrow night?
0: Uh, no. No, not at all. It's Eden Park. Um, this is the All Blacks at Eden Park. It's the first test match of the year. Um, you know, it, it, I think they got a, a bit of an awakening on Wednesday night for the fact that our next tier of talent in the maldi All Black side was very, very good. Um, and I, I think for them, yep, they're coming here. But I, I just think this is a really tough, tough ask. In some ways, maybe Dunedin is a better opportunity for them. I'm just not sure and convinced, though, Smithy. They brought enough players. Um, a lot of guys mm. having to back up from Wednesday, um, you know. And that was still a physical, bruising encounter. Yeah, you know, these are tough guys, but that's only three days ago. You know, that that's uh, it was two nights ago. So, you know, I think for me, um, you know, that, that was a little bit of a surprise, and you know, a couple of guys got banged up. I mean. He and Healy's made one of the fastest recoveries I've ever seen from a knee injury. Um, <laughs> but but I, I look at this and I go, you know, I, Eden Park. It's been a long, long time. Um, the All Blacks as well have still be smarting from November last year. So you know, I think for me, this is this is this is probably the toughest task of the three Test matches for Ireland. And you know, I would be surprised if we don't see. You know, I, this is it should be a. This should be a fired-up All Black team. This should be, you know, this has been reported in the Northern Hemisphere. They're talking about this is what they're expecting. I'll be disappointed if I don't see it, you know, when I don't see a response because that is what the All Blacks have done. They've done it in the past, um, and there should be no short of motivation in this group.
1: 320-plus caps uh, in the Irish pack, and uh, they, of course, are boasting 10 players that were part of that last result against the All Blacks when they won uh, 29-20. Uh, names like Targ Furlong in there. Peter Omani has been around uh, forever, 84 caps. So there is a heap of experience in there, Jeff.
0: Yeah, losing Henderson is a bit as big, though, for them. Losing him, he, he got over here and got picked up an injury at training and uh, it, it heads home. Yet I, I, I still think there's a real a, a lot to like them. They're well-conditioned. Like I said, they're well-prepared. They play like a team. But, but this comes down to... The, the, this is the first Test match of the year for the All Blacks. This is not November... This is a July series. This is us at home. This is a situation where it's actually advantage All Blacks. Whereas last year, going into that mm. test match, it was advantage Island, the belong of a long, long season. You can't deny what the All Blacks had to face last year, and they weren't on top of their game. They only lost by eight points. And if you think about um, uh, Akira Ioane's try, which was called back and against the run of play, which which ended up actually was legal, there was no issue with it. Bottom line, that could have been a vastly different result. This conversation would be very, very different. So so I think taking all that into account, I think the All Blacks are clear play favourites. They should be favourites, and they should win this Test match. But you don't want to underestimate an Island side, which has proven difficult for the All Blacks in the past. But all of the things are set up for this All Black team, you know, in, in terms of being at home, first Test of the year, you know, I expect a big performance.
1: Okay. Um, before I let you go, just a, a, a little matter of an, an England Australia series getting underway uh, tomorrow night as well, and uh, Dave Rennie's named uh, Quade Cooper to start at ten.
0: Yeah, I, I read that. I read that this morning. I, I, I searched through and looks at the teams, and and you know that's a, you know, I'm, not, I'm just not convinced that this is the way forward but clearly he enjoyed having Quade Cooper leading the ship last year. did a really good job for Australia. They weren't as good on the end-of-year tour when he wasn't there so, you know, he 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 sees the value in Quade and, you know, that's the question is is he a different player than he was three or four years ago because that was the question mark and, and to be honest with you, it's tough when you're playing against the All Blacks and we were judging him on always on that form, on those games when, you know, we've sort of had Australia's numbers. So, I'm looking forward to the series. I'm I'm looking forward to all of the southern hemisphere teams being in action. You know, Smithy, I've looked at a little multi about how the southern southern hemisphere might go. Um, and and everyone tells me Australia, are the team, not to trust against England. Everyone else, Argentina, Scotland, South Africa, Wales, All Blacks against Ireland. But that one across the Tasman. Um, I mean, it's a great weekend of rugby, right?
1: Yeah, it is. It's phenomenal, mate. Absolutely, and uh, you will be very much a part of it tomorrow night at Eden Park. Uh, thanks very much uh, for your time this morning and uh, the way you've summed it up, Jeff, very nicely. Uh, and we'll, we'll we'll catch you tomorrow. Thank you. We'll see you
0: tomorrow, Smitty. Cheers,
1: mate. Yep. Cheers, Jeff Wilson there with uh, the way he's looking at it. And uh, as he says, he's uh, expecting a very, very uh, good performance from the All Blacks. And he thinks, uh, in his book anyway, they're pretty warm favourites in this first Test match. Maybe Ireland uh, perhaps a little later in the series. But uh, the old Eden Park factor, a massive factor uh, in any visiting side coming here. Uh, And of course, Ireland looking to create history, winning here for the very first time. It's 9.22 here on SENZ. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.